Welcome back to The Square. I am your host, Curtis the Fifth. And I am Curtis the Fourth. And it is now week 12 of the NFL season. Still moving by way too fast for my liking, but happy Thanksgiving week to everybody. Uh, So make sure you're spending time with your family this week and whatnot. But before we get into Thanksgiving games and this week, we have to reflect on the week that was a terrible fantasy week for me. But we're going to be talking regular football. I refuse to talk about fantasy football today. Um, I do. Um, let's dive into it. Let's get into the recap show. We'll eventually get into all the rest of it. You guys know how this works by now. Uh, week 11 started off on Thursday with a Patriots shutout on the road against the Atlanta Falcons 25 to nothing. And New England is now on top of the in AFC East rather. And we'll get into Buffalo in a minute, but let's <sighs> let's focus on New England. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, congrats and kudos to um, Belichick doing what Belichick does. I mean, man, winning. Yeah. <laughs> he knows how to win. Just win, baby. Uh, I mean, Stevenson out there kind of just kept that kept chipping away. Twelve carries for sixty nine yards, just. Solid, methodical game. I mean, same thing from Mac Jones. 22 of 26, 207 yards and a touchdown. This quick, efficient, get in, get out, Thursday night, short week. Let's just let's get the win and let's move on. I, yes, and I like <laughs> the way you use the word efficient. I mean, good Lord. Bill Belichick, I mean, he has wrote the blueprint on efficiency. I'm, and I'm saying this. Look, if you want to know how to run a running back by committee system, New England is the model. I yeah. mean, all three of them guys combined together look like just a weld oil machine. But I just think, it, it, I mean, if they focus on Stevenson, too, they, I mean, if they kind of invest into him and him becoming the lead back, you could have a, a star running back in Stevenson here in New England, which is going to be crazy to say because for, for the longest time, I don't think I've ever seen New England with a stud running back. Not since the likes of a Corey Dillon and Curtis Martin. It's been yeah. it's been years. Yeah, but, so uh, <clears throat> at this point I think that they could kind of feed off of a Mac Jones Stevenson tandem in, in in that backfield there. And then it's just a matter of who is going to step up as the weapons on the outside and, and that offense is just gonna be humming because they've already got the offensive line, they've got the offensive coordinator, they've got the system. Plug and play. Let's 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 keep it moving. And and then you do have those backup guys at running back that can spell Stevenson, and so you don't kind of drive him into the dirt, as it were. I, I, and it's true. I, I just I guess I'm more impressed with the fact that they don't need a lead. Yeah. Now they just. I mean, you take any of the three, they have you know they're like three equal parts. Yeah. Them. But you put it all together, it makes for one efficient night. Combined, so I I just the system. I'm just kudos to the to the New England offensive system. I mean, it's just it's hella impressive. Um, and yeah, it is. I think it's time to hit the panic button if you're an Atlanta Falcons fan because it has devolved offensively from week to week. It has gotten worse and worse and worse, and then defensively, it's gotten worse and worse. I I just feel like the defense just is now just kind of running out of steam on carrying this offense, and, and now this offense is just completely broken down. Carrying the offense? They have been. I mean, I the, outside of court, court, since uh, Cordell Patterson no, went down. I, 
apart from that, I'm just, it, it's just in general. I'm yeah. like, my God, this team is just bad. It is. And, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's gotten to a point where, like, they literally just can't Anybody get up for games now. Wait, yeah. 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 I have nothing to say. I've already given you my take on Atlanta. I'm, I'm com- virtually completely out on them. I mean, I. One person on that team is worth keeping uh, if you're a fantasy owner. Yeah. <laughs> even right, even though he's injured right now, you're an NFL owner. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> that is a that is a fact. Uh, um, yeah, Atlanta. I will look to the Braves, look to the Hawks, look away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, football is not going to be your uh, cup of tea, if as it were. No. Um, let's move on to Sunday. Um, and let's get right to it. Um, Please. Colts absolutely laid down a hammer. Oh, on the Buffalo Bills. On in, I think the biggest thing is this was in Bills Mafia. Like this was in the heart of it, and they came. It, it's cold out there. Yep. It, 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 it. They're loud. They're rowdy. It's, it's packed house. Came right in your side door, right through your right kitchen, in the mouth. Stole, <laughs> took chicken right off the doggone stove. Punched you in the mouth. Sat on your couch. <laughs> drank lemonade. No, that was just Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Not, that's not that's not the Colts. That was just uh, okay. Jonathan Taylor. Uh, hey. <laughs> Enough said. I mean, Jonathan gosh. Taylor stuck his hand in the cookie dar- jar, looked right in your face, and smacked you. Basically, what he did. If you're a B- Buffalo Bills fan, a Buffalo Bills player, uh, just oh god, Jonathan Taylor had himself a day, career day. Uh, I know I said I wouldn't talk fantasy. I think uh, he he's among one of I think three players to ever hit, crack fifty. That's not a that's not a quarterback. Or that's not a quarterback. Yes, a non quarterback. Believe so. Um. So I I don't know the exact stat, but I know he's in this now rarefied air of of a of a fifty point game. I got him in several leagues and did not feel the full impact of his game. Well, yeah, it's, it's weirdest, about the yeah. <laughs> you know, because I, I I'm so used to being on the receiving end of this. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it sometimes was, it doesn't feel good. I remember, I remember a few years back when I had uh, Dalvin Cook and he had his his four touchdown game against Green Bay. Yeah, I remember. And I beat you. Yeah, I clearly remember that. <laughs> yeah. It still stings. Thanks kinda, for bringing that memory back. Yeah. I kind of actually forgot. It, so. <laughs> I Thank won't you. let you forget about that. One. Well, I won't let you it's the only solace season. I had from that I won't season. Let you forget about this season. Then. Okay, let's go. <laughs> well, if I still make the playoffs, we'll be fine. Uh, Three but weeks, sir. Three back weeks. to uh, yes. <laughs> back to Sunday. Uh, but no, the Colts look. And and this is what I've felt like the Colts could have been all year with a healthy healthy team. They started mm-hmm. off this year absolutely banged up and battered. And they went 0-3, and everybody was just like, well, Indy's done. They can't come back from it. And now they've gone 6-2 and in their last uh, eight weeks to get them to a 6-5 and mark. They're above 500 for the first time this season. And they look like one of the top menaces in the AFC right now. They do right now. I mean, you know, that's subject to change not I'm not saying subject to change for any team at the drop of a dime uh, yeah this is a week to week league at this point <laughs> yeah, but right now they that team and man you talk about impressive win there you go i mean to and it's not like they was in indianapolis they were <laughs> they were in like buffalo said, they went to buffalo i don't think couldn't nobody besides a indianapolis a coach homer would have even tried to even dare to say, I seen it coming the whole no. time. You know, you, like you've seen it every week. We win, yeah. lose, don't matter. But yeah, 41 to 15. Are you serious? Like, I'm not surprised the Colts won. I'm surprised the Colts just, they literally just walked right over Buffalo. 
Okay. Let's get into this. <laughs> I know you have some thoughts I'm, on I'm Buffalo, having, and I'll having, let you have your have the floor I, okay. for that. I, I, just give me a minute. Yeah. I ain't gonna take a long time. I'm having a serious problem with Buffalo now. But Buffalo and Baltimore, and I'm, I'm just keeping this at Buffalo, but Baltimore is in that list too. But it, it's just it that is team that just keeps fooling me, and time and time <laughs> again, every time I'm ready to say okay, they ride the ship, they ready to take off, they ready to go, and boom, within a week or two. They drop a big game. Yep. I mean, or 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 Buffalo, you barely beat Jacksonville, and it's just it's no. They lost to Jacksonville. Did they lose it? Six okay, to yeah, nine. That's right. They did lose that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm between Buffalo, Tennessee, and I'm just yeah. I'm getting these teams mixed up. No, it's a lot. But, but, I know. <laughs> but Buffalo, I'm staying keeping it there. I mean, come on. 41, you, your defense, this so-called top 10 defense in the NFL. That, no, this defense coming into yesterday, or Sunday, uh, I don't know what day it is anymore. Doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> coming into this week was the number two defense in the NFL, statistically. Enough said. That's 41 points at home. Not okay. Yeah. Um, no, no. It, and the I think the most egregious thing about it is he had like three touchdowns by early second quarter. So it was at a point where I was like, all right, well, Jonathan Taylor's going to be done for the day. They're just going to load the box, and they're just going to let Carson Wentz. They're going to try to get Carson Wentz to to kind of f it up. Nope, game plan did not change. We are going to go drop everything back, and we are just going to continue to let. Wait, what? One hundred and eighty-five yards, thirty-two carries. <laughs> Lovely from a fantasy's perspective, but yes, and you know things you don't get. To- you don't get to see it that much, but man, it, it is so appreciable when it and, and it works when it works in the favor of the offense to la- allow your rusher to run that many times. Yeah, because it's like man, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of thing. As opposed, they to were you, not going to stop him. Right, they wasn't force feeding it. They wasn't trying to make the run work. They wasn't, you know. At, but at, on the other hand, Buffalo, you did absolutely nothing, nothing to, to stop, stop this. You know, and I'm like, are you so worried about the the passing game to? To the point where you, okay, well, we can't do anything with Jonathan Taylor. Well, you couldn't do anything with anybody at this point because they just completely, everything went off the rails for Buffalo. And now another embarrassing loss. And the the caveat to all of this, you have allowed New England to catch you and pass you. Pass you. (laughs) New England was never supposed to be in the conversation this year. The year you finally are supposed (laughs) to take over the AFC East Bill Belichick said, "Not on my watch." So, <laughs> well, so far we we still have quite a few weeks just left. Give it to me as the season <laughs> ended today. That yes. is with the that is where we're at narrative. You are a half game back now. And You've given up the lead to New England, and and now and now New England looks pretty not just formidable in the AFC. New England looks formidable just to just dominate the the, the division from here on out. Like it doesn't look like. If you can't beat them now, when are you ever going to be able to beat exactly. them? So that that's just Buffalo's got to get their act together. They and offensively, I think is more egregious. I, I know they had a number two defense, and and a, and a defense can have a bad day. I mean, you, you're not going to be able to be the number two defense every single week. It's just not not feasible. This season's too long for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm I I don't have any problems with a. Especially when you have a a MVP candidate and Jonathan Taylor coming into your building, would have preferred if this was you on the road. But regardless, I 
you can end up, you can get got any day. I mean, we've mm-hmm. seen it with Dallas. We've seen it with Kansas City. We've seen it with, with the Chargers. Uh, we've seen it with Tampa Bay, Rams, Arizona. Like, anybody can get got. So I have no problems with the defensive performance. I, I will have a problem if they have a defensive performance like this again next week, um, especially on a short week. Um, but to their offense, I do have a problem with the multiple turnovers. Um, special teams, you can't have phantom trips fumbles and on when you're down by multiple scores that that just can't happen those are mental mm-hmm. errors that that are just absolute killers to any sort of momentum that you're trying to build and then on top of it zach moss devin singletary josh allen where the hell is the run game yeah. you cannot rely on 35 pass attempts week in week out does not work in the NFL does not you cannot just continue to throw the ball you have to build some sort of run run game in the fact that that was there's two things that you needed to do this offseason uh pass rush run game you got the pass rush for the most part I mean, <laughs> not in this game <laughs> but you got you got the pass rush Run game has completely hampered this offense the last few weeks. This this offense has not looked good since mid mid to early October. Mm-hmm. So where where is it? Why why are you not running the ball? Devin Singletary and Zach, Zach Moss had a good game just two weeks ago. Yeah, um, I mean, game. I mean, again, games got out of control. Obviously, they completely abandoned the run. Completely. I mean, t- come on, 13 rushes for the entire game. I'm sorry. You can find yourself behind, but you ain't going to be able to just go 98% on pass being down multiple score, multiple touchdowns and multiple um, possession scores, and then just expect you're just going to air it out all of a sudden and, you know, get yourself back into it. Now, I know Buffalo has a very, very good offense, but they did not have a very good one on um, Sunday. Not at all. And never in a game. They, they completely just fell behind and just – you can't even say – they. I don't even know – is it fair to even say they played catch-up? It was just a mm. completely sloppy, embarrassing game for the Bills. Personally, down on them again. I, I, I just – I can't – I think you'll like where I'm I put the them in the, of, uh, in, the, in the power rankings this week. I kind of was half half as generous to them. Where I where I wasn't to some other teams, and you'll see. But it was just it was this it was this was a weird week. Yeah, for me. Oh, personally, it was a crazy so week. I struggled with my top ten, but just not that segment. Segment. Yeah, we'll get to that. But yeah, but with that being said, Buffalo, uh, y'all got to do better. Um, again, I'm completely down. I'm not necessarily out, but I'm down. And now New England is in the in the conversation. Indianapolis is damn sure in the conversation. And I'm talking about for the AFC. Crime. Buffalo needs to earn earn whatever flowers they're going to get from here on out. These four losses, each and every Critical. one of them have been horrible. Critical losses. Yeah, they're not like, oh, well, you know, they slipped up. And one, get- I think I will say one game was a slip up, and that would be the Baltimore game. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, the other three they're are still egregious. Dropping a power, a power rank type I know, um, I know. matchup. It's just, I agree. It doesn't look good. And it, it's not good for your resume. It's not gonna, you're not gonna get any um special treatment over here because no. it's just man, you all, y'all need to figure it out. Y'all need to figure it out now. So. Over the last three weeks, you've lost to 
Jacksonville, and you've lost to Indy. I do like Indy, so I'm not saying that this is an egregious loss, but it is egregious in the fact that your offense looked like absolute trash. It's not not that loss. It's how they lost. Yeah. You didn't look good losing. I'm sorry. I mean, you got to make a little more. That's not respectable, and I'm just going to leave it at that. All right. It's time to fire Matt Nagy and, and clear out. Everything, everybody in Chicago's front office, get a box, pack it up, get out. It, it's over. I am done. Everything about this game was egregious. <laughs> I didn't see it, but uh, we discussed it off air. Um, I'm just going to go a little further. We discussed it. I yelled about it. Well, I listened. You talked. <laughs> I didn't have much to add um, outside of the fact that I already told you I was already down and pretty much done. With this team, I have to, now I'm gonna say it officially online. On for this for this season, I am out on Chicago. I'm just pack. I'm mean, I'm saying it now from a fan standpoint. I want you to just pack it, pack it up, and pack it in. Just just shut it down. I'm good. Let Andy Dalton have the range the rest of the way. I I don't even want to see Justin Fields play anymore this year. I, I'm just I don't want to see him play with. Well, let's start offense. there. You, Matt Nagy. Yeah, but let's stay with Nagy. We can work our way back to the players. The number one thing this season was to develop Justin Fields. How the hell are you supposed to do that with broken ribs? Well, they're bruised, but go ahead. <laughs> I did I, confirm. Okay. They are I, wh- whatever they are. You, you, they hurt. He's getting absolutely battered around. Why the hell is the game plan passing 20-mile-per-hour winds right off of Lake Michigan? Does, hmm. it, does that make any remote sense to anybody coming into this game? A game where Lamar Jackson is out. They're literally 90% of their offense is gone with that one person. Mm-hmm. And we saw it because our defense held them to 16 goddamn points. Should have been nine, but I'll get to Kendall Vildor in a freaking second. Mm. Why is the game plan pass it 8 million times and allow their pass rush to absolutely tee off on on Justin Fields, when we don't even have Allen Robinson there, the number one pass target. Yeah. I know, I love Darnell Mooney just as much as the next person, but I'm sorry, after Darnell Mooney, I, I'm, not, I'm not confident going into a game with Goodwin being my number two option. Just, I don't think I'm an asshole for saying that. Hey, <clears throat> until we seen Andy Dalton, I don't even think we would have been talking about a good one today so it's so that that, that's number one but on top of the fact that if you just extrapolate out i I know david montgomery has been out for quite some time uh, a little bit over a month and that's perfectly fine but if you go back to what he was doing before and what he was doing um in in these last two games Mm. and you extrapolate that out and see what his averages would have been and you put that all together he would have been coming into this week the number four, number five rusher in the NFL, right behind Ezekiel Elliott, mm. <clears throat> and okay. fourteen carries in a game where there's literally constant twenty mile twenty mile per hour wind gusts. We're only handing him the ball fourteen times. Yeah, <clears throat> there's no other run concept that you're going to run. Except for, let's just try to run it straight in between the tackles. Let's not try to get any motions going. Let's not try to get anything can I, can creative I, out there. Can I ask? Can I ask a trivia question? Uh, a rhetorical <laughs> trivia question for the for the for the Bears running rush offense. What is more egregious? <laughs> David Montgomery's fourteen carries, 
Well, Khalil Herbert's one. They're equally horrible. I and that's my point. I mean, I just know what we were discussing in the, with the. I Buffalo. didn't even know Khalil Herbert only had one. You're telling me we only had 15 designed runs this game. 20 total, but um. No, because those other ones came from scrambles. I'm just saying, Justin Fields gets four, and Jakeem Grant got one. Oh, so sorry, 16. So yeah, designed runs. Yeah, that's it. And do we not look at the damn forecast coming into the game? How what what is the exact number on number of pass attempts? Pass attempts we have uh, fifty. 15 you know, 15 attempts i'm sorry yeah 34 34 to 16 I, it back to magnaggy yeah <laughs> are you like th- those numbers right there just tell it you you come into a game knowing that there's 20 mile per hour wind gusts and you just didn't even try to get the run game going you didn't you and you can't tell me otherwise like Anybody who watched this game, they did not care about David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, uh, or Justin Fields for that matter. Like what? Oh, that's the, the, the we're averaging just a shade over three carries per quarter. That's that's the non-existent run game. I'm just you, three. I mean, come on, man. You you get like five possessions in a, in a quarter, let alone you three times you only rushed the ball, and I mean you only managed out thirty four pass attempts when that was all said and done. Completely inefficient offense. Um, I'm 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 convinced Matt Nagy is done. He 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 can't get. And I'm saying this from the standpoint that I know we there's some discussion about him staying versus him leaving. You know what the Bears organization is gonna do. But this is clearly a man who cannot get past or get get out of his mind. Everything, every move, and every decision he makes is under complete scrutiny, and to the point where he is not thinking straight at this point. He can't be. And I mean, all he's thinking about is what can I do not to get fired? Everything you're doing is going to get you fired at this point. You you have exhausted all possibilities of why you should be staying or why they would even think about keeping you another year to do what? To to build what? To start. A You've new had four what? goddamn years to build whatever That's you what wanted to. At, and so. and it, it's gotten worse since 2018. It, it, it's I find it virtually impossible that they bring him back next year. I'm just I don't see how and how they're gonna spin that with the fan base, PR the PR aspect or anything. I just like what you can't bring this guy back. You just can't. And I agree with you. Up until the point, if we get rid of Ted Phillips, I'm on your I'm on your I'm on your side. But Ted Phillips and I told you this over the phone when when we were talking about it. Ted Phillips breeds complacency. And he's just, and he said, he literally boldfaced just straight up in the press conference over Zoom, came right out and basically said, I don't care about winning this past offseason when he said, I really feel like Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy can build something here. The fuck are you talking about? Hmm. What, what have you been looking at for the last three years? I get it. 12 and four. We looked horrible in 2018 in 12 and 4 offensively. Defensively, got the one of the best defenses in the damn league. I am 100% for that. But then we let go of Vic Fangio. We just let him walk over to Denver. Right. Fine. Can't win them all. He gets to move on. 
our defense goes into complete regression mode. We completely missed the playoffs. We looked horrible. Mitch Trubisky had the worst season ever. He turnover machine just cannot move the ball. We lose to everybody. Mm-hmm. And then we move on to 2020. We backdoor our way. We lose our way into the playoffs. We we couldn't miss the playoffs because Mm -hmm. Arizona and the Rams were duking it out to see who who wanted to not make it. Right. And, oh, there was like, well, mathematically, Chicago should be in there. Cool. Awesome. We're there. And we have probably our best game of the season getting absolutely walked over by New Orleans. And, all right, another year of just trash. Eight and eight, trash. And now we're looking at this season. We're sitting at three and goddamn seven. Way worse than we we ever thought this team should be at. Again, we should have won a game just a few weeks back against Pittsburgh. But outside of that, it's been completely our fault we lose games. Nobody to blame but ourselves. I mean, when we're thirty, man, God, thirty-first in offense. Which you completely who possibly has a worse offense in Chicago right now? Houston. I I would take Houston's offense. It's not by much. It's I'm just saying. I, I'm taking Houston's offense. I know they just cut Philip Lindsay. They sandwiched but... right in between Houston and Seattle. Yeah, that's they're bad. My point of even sharing that was only because of. The only silver lining that we any bear any respecting Bears fan can have is our beloved defense that's ranked eleventh. That's that's without but, but it's being swallowed. That's not that's without Cleo Mack. And that's what I'm saying. And it's being swallowed by the second worst freaking offense in the damn league. So uh, So that's that's one yeah. side of it. Let's ahead, no, let's talk about the defense for a second because mm-hmm. that's where we lost the that's where this game fizzled out at the end here. Mm-hmm. And I said this a few weeks ago, but I it, this is even more egregious because it, it, it's not the same play, but it's the same goddamn concept that Kendall Vildor completely effed up. No. Too high. What exactly did he do again? Just, just for, the, for the listener. So at, on that last drive, Sammy Watkins catches – a wide open bomb from from Huntley. Um and the only reason why he was open is because Kendall Vildor bit on double teaming a shallow cross. I thought that that was Hollywood Brown. Come to find out Hollywood Brown did not even play. I have no idea who that wide receiver was. <laughs> that he decided to double team. The only notable wide receiver that was on the field was Sammy Watkins. It must have been Devin Duvernay. Fine. Or Rashad Bateman, but I think he would have recognized. No, that. Rashad Bateman would have been on the other side. It was it was du- Duvernay. So there it is, Devin Duvernay. It gets we we bite on a six yard cross from Devin Duvernay to double team him for no reason with Sammy Watkins. The next, the next re- uh, defender is thirty yards away because we are playing two. No, we're playing single high man. We're playing a cover one man concept, basically. We just got the free safety over there at the top for help. All you have to do is just be within five yards of your man, and you'll get help. Mm-hmm. And 
I get it. People keep saying the the bunch concept confused them. Sorry. Where's the communication then? Where is I got I, I got ten. I've got nine. I've got I've got fourteen. Right. Where, where, where is that? Where is the the communication with your the rest of your defensive backs to understand who's got who, who's going where, and what concept we're playing? Because double teaming Devin Duvernay in a when we're fifty yards away from the damn end zone, and all we have to do is make sure they don't get into the end zone because we're up by four. With, at the time, less than a minute on the clock. After I have already given up an egregious amount of yards because I held on to a guy when I am playing too high, man. Mm -hmm. And I know I have help over the top and I, it should have been defensive holding, but it was pass interference it was called. Because I just panicked and grabbed my receiver when I had help over the top. I have, I, I think it was Tayshawn Gibson on that side, helping out. And then when I don't have help, I bite on a double team on a shallow cro- six-yard cross from the 50-yard line. What is your suggestion here? I said, said I said it two weeks this. ago. Cut him. When it, when it happened in the in in the in the Pittsburgh game, mm-hmm. that was egregious enough, in my opinion. To, I'm sorry. You're you know what the concept is. I I don't care what year you how many years you have in the league. I don't know. How, I don't care how many years you have playing football. Right. You know what concept we're playing in too high, man. How the hell do you let somebody open like that? So when it happened in the Pittsburgh game, you should have been cut. It's happened now twice in in back to back games. Yeah. And then and then you compile it with the the egregious uh, pass interference. I, I'm done. I I have I I I had I wanted to give him all of the benefit of the doubt in the world. Mm-hmm. Because he's a he's a Chicago Bear, and I and I'm a sucker for any any Bears players. But at, at, at this point, you're when the offense finally does the, the right thing and in getting into the end zone from however far out, mm-hmm. doesn't matter if we're in the red zone or not. We scored a damn touchdown. You have to freaking capitalize. We take the lead. You have to capitalize. Every. Every time the offense does finally does the right thing, we give it away on the defensive end, and every single time the defense has a fantastic game, the offense can never get up to play. And again, that also leads back to Matt Nagy. You have to you are a head coach. You are not an offensive coordinator anymore. You have to get everybody involved. Everybody has to be on the same play. It is one team for one goal. We were 12 and 4 3 years ago. We were a double doink away from possibly going to the damn Super Bowl. And now we're definitely not making it to the damn playoffs. We're behind the damn Vikings right now who have Kirk Cousins still at quarterback, paying him 80 million dollars on his contract. And they have nobody else over there but Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. And their defense is horrible. We're behind that team, and we're barely in front of D- Detroit, who is 0-9-1 and, and has losses to even worse teams than the Bears. The Vikings are 27. Oh, it's, yeah. 
like I said, I'm out. I don't. I don't even want to waste uh, the listeners' time even going any deeper than that. I'm, I'm just out. Shut. Like I said, my recommendations. Please, for the sake of my fandom, shut Justin Fields down. Do not put him out with this this offense any further. This is a failed experiment. Andy Dalton will be starting on Thanksgiving. Yes, which so. is one step in the right direction. And let's just leave it that way. Justin Fields, don't don't take nothing into account. Just trial by fire. That's all this was. Just wait for next year. This this this, this is this is not the way it was supposed to go. He was he's thrust out there because they have not put a plan together for this guy to the point of saying, "I'm the outside plan to of, save our jobs." Outside, okay, yeah, exactly. Outside of that excitement of my God, we got Justin Fields out of the draft. But I'm like, I don't think y'all had no plans after that beyond what to do with this guy mm-hmm. because y'all didn't even. I don't even think y'all could have believed y'all could have got him in the first place. Now, I'm convinced this team was built for this whole Ted Nick Phillips, Foles, Ryan and, Pace, and, and, Matt Nagy. And, Pack your bags. Get the <laughs> fuck out. All right. Um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Let's let's move on to the games. Um, I got it. You're you are done with with the organization. With and upper I, management. I, I'm, I'm really I, and and I think this is the last point I have to drive home. Yeah, I, it's not about just Ryan Pace and, and Matt Nagy. I and I told you this. Ted Phillips has to go. I, I he has hired two back to back completely inept GMs. The only, and I, I think I said this to you as well, the only possible good thing Ryan Pace has done, two things, Justin Fields' pick and um, the Khalil Mack trade. And I told you, I think the Khalil Mack trade, day by day, to me, is getting worse. Mm-hmm. So possibly only one good, good transaction in the six, seven years he's been here. Please leave. And whoever we had before, I I, ju- I, I looked him up I, and I, I found his name, but I, I lost it again. The GM before Ryan Pace, he hired him too. And that was even worse than Ryan Pace at that point. You know that the Bears only had four presidents in team history? And Ted Phillips needs to be the, I'm just needs saying to be the fired. probability of... They don't do a lot of turnovers at this at this um, level. It's know. because it starts with him. It's the complacency. It's the oh well, we'll try again next year. We'll 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 save our money for next year. What? No, you're not saving money because you're spending it in dumbass places. Because you keep hiring these dumbass GMs that don't know what the hell they're doing. Because you don't know what the hell you're doing. You don't give them a clear direction on what needs to get done. Because you're making all the decisions. Keep keep that in mind. Virginia McCaskey gives the president. All the control. So the team, the president of football operations has all the control in the Chicago Bears organization. They 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 are basically the ones signing the checks at that point. I don't I haven't mirrored all of the presidents next to each other in their tenures, but um just good just real quick. Twenty two years, six playoff appearances. Get out. <laughs> just throwing that out there. That that's that's that, that, because I, that's I think resume. when people hear that I keep saying Ted Phillips, I have no idea what I'm talking about. But he is literally, he's basically the president and the CEO of the Chicago Bears, for people who do not know. Yes. And he has created a culture of complacency, of just inept football in the Chicago Bears organizations for the last, what did you say, 26 years, 22 years? 22. 22 years. 
as long as I've been freaking alive, this man has been fucking over the Bears. It's February, <laughs> February tenth, nineteen ninety nine. He was signed. All right. Yeah, I just wanted to just get, just throwing some numbers out there, but um... and a team who looked worse than Chicago last week, Cleveland. You lost. You barely beat Detroit, thirteen to ten. I'm not getting it. You know who the other three GMs were? Who are they? <clears throat> I know. I isn't Hallis is one of them. George Hallis. Yeah. <laughs> George Hallis Jr. Oh my God. And Michael McCaskey. And I and I'm almost positive Ted Phillips is he's married into the family, I believe. I think he's married. He uh yeah. I think he might be McCaskey's daughter's wife or husband. Um I would have to look it up. I, I, I don't know exactly who he but I'm almost positive he's in the family. Generally speaking, because that's how the Hallises and the McCaskies got together. Yeah. So um yeah, I'm not too sure. I have to do. I would have to do a little more research on him, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm. I I, I I I didn't say it myself mm-hmm. initially because I I knew it was something in my brain that that made me think that he is married into the into this family, and that's how he backed his doorway. And that's why I kept saying mm-hmm. he has no idea what the hell he's doing because he basically just got the job because he's married into the family. But I'm I'm almost positive it's Virginia McCaskey's daughter is the one that Ted Phillips is married to, and that is how he got this job as a businessman. Okay. Uh, Interesting. Uh, Whatever the case, uh, yeah, he he, he had to fill in some big shoes, and he did not. No. However, I will give him this one blemish. He did make it to the Super Bowl. I'm just saying that that's a lot to be said, considering they only been in two, so. Been fifteen but, years. I don't care. I'm saying. I mean, every every <laughs> resume has something good on it. There you go. <laughs> Doesn't make right. a good resume. The Brown the Browns beat the Lions. Lions fall to 0-9 and one. Uh, I my only question for this game, and the only thing that I kind of take away from this game is, do we know? Are they going to re-sign Baker at this point? I have no clue. Um, it's. Cl- <laughs> I don't know, cause I, I mean, we, I'm sitting there saying like, ah, I really doubt it. But then we get to the draft and boom, they get mm. the, they get the quarterback in the first round, and you already know what time it is. I don't know. I think it's look. I'm gonna leave it at this. I think it's fifty fifty at this point. It it's bad. Yeah. And for and and even though they, they really didn't play guy. this week, yeah, I was gonna say even though they didn't play this week, it's looking like OBJ and OBJ Senior or OB Senior over there. <laughs> Where we're, we're, yeah, <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. Senior. Yeah, <laughs> both of them over there were, were, look completely right. This mm. dude can't throw the ball. Well, I mean, c- c- fifteen for twenty nine, one seventy six in the and touchdown. Just a little fairness, he ain't got much to throw to right True. now. But, well, but, you, but 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 go back to your point. They cut the only guy that was comparable over there. I know it was a stupid saying to even say it. It's all messed up, but I was just... It's by their own it, volition. If there's any way to try to find a redeeming quality here, there you go. You know, it was not like he had a lot to throw to, but this team is imploding right before my eyes. They are becoming that Cleveland team that I know and hate. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we do have to give them the benefit of the doubt. They are still above five hundred, oh, and they are—they're right sitting right in the—they're in the thick of the race for the wild card spot. I don't spot. want you to finish that. Stop. 
They have no equity of history. I know that will support this claim that you're trying to make. Therefore, I don't want to hear it anymore. It's done. We're done. I understand where you were going. Hopefully, the listeners caught on to that quickly enough, but I didn't want you to finish that. <laughs> All right. Cleveland is trending down, 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 down. And it, they're fall, they've been following my power rankings up week by week. I'm just like, wow. y'all win. They can't do anything, Look, right? 13 to 10 over Detroit. Come on, man. Just like, y'all y'all might as well just lost the game. Yeah. Might as well just gave Detroit their first win. Great. Yeah, you... Won the game. Great. <laughs> Wonderful. 13 to 10 at home to Detroit. Yeah, that, I think that was the thing that got me that it was at home. You you're you're Detroit, in your I would have gave you. Yeah. Cuz I mean even Baltimore barely squ- squeaked out a win against a- against Detroit. So I I would have gave them th- the benefit of the doubt there. Sorry. You are in Cleveland with all of your fans behind you. Hold on. What what happens to this hop I know people look at well, they held Detroit to ten. Look at that defense, man. But this is one hundred and thirty-six rushing yards from go. DeAndre. Smith. There you go. <laughs> DeAndre, who? I mean, APB on DeAndre Swift up until last week, non-existent no, for a career. I will say DeAndre Swift has actually had a. He has been a top ten rusher in the league this year. The whole year? Yeah, whole year. Okay, that's so quiet. he's actually he's been it's been very quiet because he's been on Detroit and they have not been winning games. Oh. It, it, He's Hawkinson this year. Yes. Got it. Okay. Yes, exactly. So that that I will say DeAndre Swift has been good this year, but he has not been 14 carries for 136 and a touchdown good. This is this this is some new stuff. Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry, Cleveland. I'm just it's it's what you're seeing. Let me just say what you're seeing is what you used to see and what anybody anybody that's 35 years and older is used to seeing in Cleveland. This. This is what we, but where we started at the beginning of the season. I'm used to seeing. I'm 23. This is a tale of two seasons, though. I've never <laughs> seen them start years, out yeah. that good, and then oh, okay, I get what status you're status quo. I see what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They 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 falling back. They're six and five. Don't get me wrong. Have a great record. However, nah. let's not look at the record. Let's look at what the last four or five weeks look like. Yeah, they have transformed into a team that is barely hanging on at this point. Um, so six and five. What are you more concerned about? Are you more concerned about the 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 defense continuing continuing to carry the team, or the offense just still not being able to click? Wow, that's weird. That's a very good question. Um, both, but uh, <laughs> yeah, both. Um, I'm more concerned about that offense. Yeah. yeah. Let me just say that I am concerned that the defense is withering away because the offense is not. Ex- yeah. Did, did we just say this about country? Oh, it sounds like we just. <laughs> I, I said it, they scored the same amount of Chicago. So, <laughs> um, but ahead. I will say, yeah, go ahead. The streak remains as we move on to the next game here. Seven and zero oh in the last seven weeks, and I believe nine and two whole season. No, what we got? Oh God! It, regardless, seven straight weeks at I this got you. point. I got you. Um. Tell me I got the page. There it is. Eight and three. Eight and three. Okay. So, yes. Seven straight weeks in eight and three for the year. C4's number one in the power rankings has fallen again. And this one is this one hit it home for me. And now I just need to see your power rankings before I make my picks. So. <laughs> Um, at the end of the day, Houston 
22 to 13. Just right in the mouth. And, and again, in Tennessee, on the road, came into their into their building and just boom, get the win. Get to two and eight, two and eight. I'm not even pissed at Tennessee. Because <laughs> Tennessee has showed us that this was coming for the last several yeah. weeks. You just was waiting to they were gonna get I one. I didn't think too. it was gonna come against Houston. At <laughs> Tennessee. Uh but yeah, in Tennessee. But I sat there when it happened, I'm like, I'm not even surprised. Yeah. I I just I was watching the I'm game more and I was with like the Buffalo game than this Tennessee game. Yeah, that's true. And I'm just like, okay. What happened in Buffalo shouldn't have happened no more than what happened in Tennessee. Yet alone in Tennessee, I'm like, I kind of see how that where that where else was coming from. They have been teetering, even though they made it to number one in my power rankings based on they won. They found a way to gut out these wins. And, and the other thing was that everybody else lost. That was, yeah, <laughs> like that week was that was the okay. weirdest they, they, week. There was the number one would help. Okay, I mean, let's be fair. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, granted, I they were my number one too that week, strictly based off of. <laughs> well, nevertheless, another one bites the dust. Which is funny though, because remember what I what I was praying for with your power rankings last week. I was praying that Green Bay oh, would have been your number one. I had to cover one. Yeah, guys. either way, they uh, were. We had I had this thing sewed up. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I, I don't know if this. I had to go back and look at my number twos, but I, I'm gonna go back and I'll bring that back for next week's okay. that. So gotcha. I'll, let's see if there's any likeness here but i don't i have no clue at this point so because i don't even remember who i had it to outside of green bay last week so yeah um hmm. yeah you're gonna be very interested in who's my number one this week. yeah uh, so, so i am i'm definitely and i feel like anybody else listening i think i'm just gonna give one little shred just 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 a, just a it's not a spoil i'm gonna give you a trailer just a little nugget of i think the streak is gonna come to an end this year this week. This week, okay. I I, I believe so. I, I mean, we'll we've been saying that. that for four weeks. No, no, no. <laughs> Hear me. Listen and look in my eyes. When I was, I'm telling you. I'm trying uh, to tell you something. I'm I can't not telling wait. You I can't wait. I really believe. <laughs> I this haven't, is the I haven't week looked at the matchups. So that is I, going I to break apart. I'm just. You'll see. You All right. Can, okay. Moving on. All right. <laughs> uh, no, I just. This is a good game. By Texans have been playing. Been playing pretty good football. Throughout the season, they they've been a tough team to play. They have, and they could, they got buried at the bottom. Of, I think of both of our power rankings. They've just been based there for on so long. How it started, and they just couldn't. You know, when they did win a game, it didn't really move the needle or anything. Yeah, but yeah, this. I'm sorry, that moves the needle for me. I'm. You beat the number one. I mean, damn. And I'm talking about just from an NFL standpoint. You beat Tennessee. Yeah. And ten, I'm like, God damn. You was not supposed to win that game, Houston. I'm like, I don't know what. And did. Correct me if I'm wrong. Tyrod Taylor did not throw any touchdown passes. Uh, I don't Didn't believe he, I so. I think he rushed them. Rushed yeah, he them. ran one in for sure. I did see that play, but I don't believe he threw it. No, no touchdowns. Fourteen I, for twenty-four and 107 yards. No touchdowns. Tennessee. Oh, my power rankings love you to death today. <laughs> Just for that. That's what I'm talking about. St- bring up stats like that. But also no interceptions. I think that, and this is what I was saying about Tyrod Taylor Go ahead. because. If you include, I mean, he had he was six for twenty eight rushing. I mean, a hundred and thirty five yards of total offense. He just he's not going to f up the game for you. Sixty nine point three in his passer rating. So solid game. Just came out there, officiate game managed the, the the game. He just field general. I'm gonna make sure that I don't f it up. But I'm gonna let my other guys, a guy like Rex Burkhead, go eighteen for forty. I'm gonna let uh, uh my my 
my plethora of wide receivers. Uh, Chris Conley, four for 37. Brandon Cooks, two for 18. David Johnson, three for 16. Chris Moore, one for 10. Uh, Farrell Brown, two for 10. Uh, Nico Collins, one for nine. Uh, Bre- <laughs> Brevin Jordan, one for seven. Like, the, he just was, nope, I don't care who, I don't care what your number is. I don't care what your name is. I'm going to get you the ball, Nando, and you go make a play. That guy, <laughs> this guy, those guys. The only person <laughs> to not to, to get a target but no receptions was Danny Amendola, uh, and his his career is just about wrapped up uh, with one 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 target, no receptions. I, at this point, I think he's an extension of the uh, coaching staff. Yeah, more so than he's anything. a player coach. Yeah, so you, you that's realize that. when they when they absolutely need him. I mean, you would think that's at all times, but <laughs> I don't think his talent, pre, you know, pre, you know, precedes the rest of this team anyway. He's you know, I just think he's a nice yeah veteran piece to have on your team. But uh, yeah. Nevertheless, still was on a winning team as of Sunday. Here it is. And t- Texans two and eight. Uh, with what seven games to go? I mean, the Texans. I think kind of playing a buddy pay grade right now. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm just. Uh, I'm just uh, all right. I, I had to go back to our. I think we had them at two wins. It wasn't one of the teams we maybe what was that Jacksonville. Oh, you're talking about that. Like the overall prediction for the season. That's what I'm saying. They kind of plan a better pay grade based on our preseason, um, predictions. I'm actually going to go back to have stuff really available. You didn't. Because you had to know I was going to say yeah, this. Yeah, that, that's a <laughs> no, I had preface no thing. No clue. No clue. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's the wrong season. But I found it disheartening that not only did the Titans lose, did you hear A.J. Brown went out with another injury? I did not. A chest injury. So he went out in the third quarter and... Oh, like, yeah, A.J. Brown did go down. I do have him on the injury report this week. So I'm like, that damn, is... if nothing else... If nobody else, he can't be the one to get hurt. And now he even goes now. Not you know, so and we don't even, I don't even know if he's coming, you know, there's that hasn't been stated whether or not he's, you know, day to day or he's out for a week or whatever the case is. So it's four wins is where we had him at. Four wins? Yeah. Okay. I forgot I read it I actually wrote that down. I didn't have it so in So I my... guess this was Providence. This was supposed to happen. Obviously. Yeah. So who would have thought Tennessee, I guess. <laughs> whatever. All right. Well, Minnesota, they get back to 500 this week. They get a 34 to 31 win uh, against the Green Bay Packers, who fall down to eight and three here. Um, Aaron Rodgers, 23 for 33, 385 and four touchdowns. Not good enough to get himself a win. Uh, Dalvin Cook, uh, 22 carries, 86 yards for one touchdowns. And I would say probably the player of the week or outside of Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Justin Jefferson, eight receptions, 169 yards, two touchdowns. He had himself a day. Uh, and really carried this team to on its way to a win. So um, I, I liked everything about uh, Justin Jefferson's game. This, this, I mean, this was about Justin Jefferson in this game. He had multiple big time plays, um, multiple big time touchdowns, um, and and basically just saved Mike Zimmer's job at least for a week. Yeah, this week for now. We'll, we'll revisit that at the end of the year. Um. But thirty four thirty one win, pretty s- standard. I mean, it is. I, I will say the Vikings still should be scared with their kicking situation because they they continuously are missing kicks. Uh, Green Bay, I, I'm surprised they haven't addressed uh, Mason Crosby. He he is over the last two years missed a plethora of, of important kicks. They have just and 
to the, I think they're just kind of beyond to the point of he's just a lifer here, you know, type of thing. Like, you almost like what you've seen with Vinatieri. Yeah. Toward the end of his career, like, you know there you got to be a better kicker out here. But it's like, dude, we've been with this guy for so long. <laughs> we just, he just got grandfathered into, you know what, unspecified amount of years. It does not really matter how <laughs> the production is, but you're our guy, you know. And Mason Crosby just, he's probably about as big as, I mean, next to Aaron Rodgers, he's probably about the big, next biggest name out there. Pro- I'm saying in Green Bay. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, he, he has that kind of sentiment where these cheeseheads are really. Oh, well, I know they love him, but. It, I mean, it's love at a, him, love yeah. him. No, I get it. But it's at a point where it's like, okay, we can't lose games like this, especially with, with, with the uncertainty of what the hell is going to happen with uh, Aaron Rodgers and how close Nothing. this is. Well, <laughs> Well, at, with how close uh, this the top of the NFC North or the NFC in general is, mm-hmm. uh, and there is only one bye week, and so in in how much that 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 field is a home field advantage when when you do get to the playoffs, they they can't afford to drop games like this. So uh, it, it's going to be tough. They've got an uphill battle now uh, in the NFC to try to get back into it, but they've got Chicago on their schedule twice, so they'll be fine. Um, <laughs> The Dolphins pull out the win uh, in the in the divisional game, twenty four seventeen versus the the Jets. They get all the way up to four and seven. So toilet bowl here, yeah, <clears throat> trash game. But moving on, uh, Joe Flacco did start, so th- there is one thing there. Uh, Can I add a caveat to Mister Joe Flacco? What's that? Him and Mister Mike White <laughs> are both on COVID right now, hmm? so they won't. But be- Zach-, Zach Wilson is set to return. So yes, so that leaves. Uh, Wilson and Johnson, right? Yeah, Josh Johnson, Josh, John, John Johnson. Jack Johnson. I don't know. Who. John, <laughs> Generic JJ. quarterback number two. <laughs> Jay Johnson, number 10. You know, yeah. So, yeah, it leaves those two there. Uh, and, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how, how they, those pull off, how, how, how that all pulls together. Um, it's not going to be pretty, I don't think. So, I have to say, there is some, there are some little nuggets to be found in some of these trashy teams that we like like to like case in point new york the jets there ain't much to look at there's not much to look at by you know just on face value and, and taking their team top to bottom but i have to say that rookie receiver they got over there that's something uh, oh Jalen waddle not in not in miami in new oh york. in new york jets <clears throat> elijah moore Oh, this guy is Why quietly was, yeah. beasting the last three weeks. I yeah. mean, quietly. Eight reception, one forty-one in the touchdown. I mean, if you could, if there was ever a place of like, how is no one know it is because he plays for the Jets, and no, I don't even know if the Jets play Jets fan base is even caught wind of this that this dude is the real freaking deal. No, he but, definitely is wreaking havoc on 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 defenses. Um. I just wanted to make a point of saying that there is some pot, some redeeming. But my question would be, is it more because he has rapport with the back rapport with the backup quarterbacks? Oh, absolutely. And that's hey, this is what the problem. Good, is yeah, Zach be. Wilson's coming back, and he, and that's why I was like, oh my god, is there any way they could trade him? You know, <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my mind. I'm like, oh my god, he didn't do nothing when Zach Wilson. Was exactly. That that was that was gonna be what I was, I was getting, getting to. to. Okay, getting sorry, I didn't mean to. Let me just. I was kind of building it. Yeah. Anyway, it's fair because the Jets. So moving on, like, but yeah, 
with that being said, I said all that just to say, but Zach Wilson is coming back, and you had like kind of lit. You buried my lead. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I tend to do that. I, I, I get to, out ahead of. I it. wanted to bring out that there was at least there was a silver lining yeah. that did exist. In well, that. let's see if they can if he's witness to the 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 talents of Elijah Moore and. He's like, you know what? That's a dude that I need to be. be just be, throw it to that. Look, yeah. You want to throw four touch, four interceptions? Throw it, throw it, trying to get it to him. Yeah. Okay. I'm just all I'm throwing it. You throw it. Maybe into, he has been. We just haven't been watching. I doubt it. We, I, I do too. I, I <laughs> seriously doubt <laughs> trying it. Trying to give Zach Wilson the benefit of the doubt. No, now. I was not at all. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, why, why can't Johnson start? I'm just going to leave that out there. No, that's fair. But go ahead. Um, A team that you can't get, or two teams you can't get a grip on, uh, but one team definitely got a grip on the win Eagles. 40 to 29 against the New Orleans Saints. They played a very solid game. And I the only thing is that <laughs> my question would be for the New Orleans Saints. Why is it that the only time you guys can seem to score points is in the fourth quarter and garbage time? Oh, 22 see, points in the fourth quarter. Did you see where their starting quarterback was, right? Trevor Simeon. Takes him about, to, about <laughs> how long it takes him to man to get going. It takes him three quarters to Whether get going. Whether it's Denver or. Uh, you know, New Orleans, it does not matter, man. Trevor Lawrence, man. Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Simeon. <laughs> they wish they had Trevor Lawrence. Wish Ah, ah, but um, Miles Sanders comes back finally. I mean, man, what have you been out six weeks, five weeks? I, it doesn't matter. I don't follow this guy at all, so I, I'm just. Well, they weren't using him at the beginning of the season, and they finally did, and then he got injured, and then it was like, okay, well, all uh, right, that, if, that's all nixed again. Anybody want to throw that in the comments and just let us know <laughs> officially how long this guy's been out? Because no one really knows at this point, you know. So, uh, but yeah, 94 yards. So I thought that was, you know, so it's all impressive, again. an impressive um backup performance to you know um. Oh my God! Why am I drop drop dropping him on man's name? Um, quarterback J- Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, man. I'm I'm thinking I I had every H <laughs> word in my it wasn't hurt whatsoever. So, but he I mean he of course he literally carried the team. Oh yeah, the Jalen Hurts is I and I will say this I I I I've, I've been down on him going it, it, when he got drafted. I was down on him throughout his time with everything happening last year with Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson and everything in Philadelphia, I was down on. Uh, but Jalen Hurts has been a constant for this team. He's actually, he's been a rock for this team. And he's got, I mean, they're five and six. They're one game below 500. They're, they're, they're at a point right now that I think that they, if they really honed in and they just focused on playing through Jalen Hurts, this could be a team that snags that six seed. Um, that's fair. That's fair. And I, I but you know, I re, I'm going back to our preseason, and you was ah, they're gonna finish I know. dead last. I know I, I had I, to bring I, that. I, back I am. Up. I am wrong. I was. I was wrong about that. The, the I had them dead last. I I did not have any faith that Jalen Hurts was gonna be what he is. Hey, um, I was wrong. I said it'd be in third, in second. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and I mean, well, and got a nice hey, hey, Taylor Heineke. He did his thing. So we'll get to him next, but <laughs> go ahead. Finish, finish, finish your point. I'm, no, no, I was just uh, saying Washington can catch him. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we all talk about this. Game half, game game <laughs> half game back. Half game back. Exactly. Hold on. Slow your roll. <laughs> yeah, they're half game back, but you know, uh, Philadelphia's a half game up. You know, I mean, what I mean, look, half empty, half full, you know? <laughs> no, no, there's eight weeks left. I wish. How many weeks are left? I don't know. Who knows? Seven? Oh, eight weeks total, but yeah, seven. 
No. Seven. No. Week 12 is the seven. Yes, the seven weeks. Gosh. Coming to go, yeah, we're getting down to the stretch run here. Which I don't like. Um, But, yeah, what, oh, I was getting that. I, I like what what Philadelphia is putting together. It seems, it's seeming like everything that they were planning on doing is finally taking that turn back towards where they, where they wanted to. I think they're in that kind of, they're, they're, they're a step behind Indianapolis right now. Um, where This is where Chicago wants to be. That's where they're at. That's how I'm looking at it. I'll leave it there. Yeah. Uh, Washington pulls off the win and Ron Rivera stifles the, the revenge game of, uh, of Cam Newton. 27, 21. You know, I don't know what it is. I wasn't in the locker room. I didn't hear what the conversation was. I don't know what Cam said or did to this man. But I am so down on Ron Rivera. Like, dude, you you seem like he's just a bitter old man. Yeah. Just, I'm just not. I'm, I'm, I can't get. I can't get off of it. I I can't get past it. You know, type of thing. And then he wins the damn game. I'm like, okay, yeah. he just killed my damn story here. So. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I just no, that's all I, I the to the only thing that I have from this game is that I I I am now a firm believer in in Heineke the the Heineke story. I like Heineke as a starting quarterback here. Miss me with trying to go get another quarterback in the draft. Miss me with this Kyle Allen BS that Ron Rivera loves him. Um, and, and miss me with with just the 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 mess of of Ryan Fitzpatrick right now, like. Mm-hmm. Let let Ryan Fitzpatrick retire. He has had a fantastic career. He's had some glimpses. Fitz Magic was alive and well for for quite a few years, and and he's been a journeyman. And he's 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 had great stories everywhere that he's been. But I, Taylor Heineke needs to be, Taylor Heineke needs to be given the same respect Jalen Hurts is getting in Philadelphia. Hmm. Taylor Heineke, I believe, if you actually invest in him and you actually invest in putting a team around him, protect him with an offensive line, get another weapon that can stay healthy all year long mm-hmm. and continue to build that defense and, and fix whatever the hell is wrong with this defense. You do that. And I think Taylor Heineke can get this, this, this team to the playoffs for one. And at that point, who knows? He, he almost beat Tom Brady last year. So, and that was single-handedly like Taylor Heineke was that entire offense in that, in that playoff game. So he just beat the um, dynamic duo of Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. So, and I mean, and Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey came to play. And he looked good doing it. 16 for 22, 206 yards and three touchdowns. Excellent. I, and you have no, no complaints out of me. I mean, he, it just, yeah, you didn't know whether or not, like I was telling you up until like last week and Fitz, Fitzpatrick finally was ruled out for yeah. the season. It's like they just wouldn't necessarily hand over the keys. Just and yet. that's what I'm saying. Like, and it, it's from what you saying that in, in everything that I'm hearing over the radio uh, with these guys saying that, that well, Washington still doesn't have their, 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 their franchise quarterback. No, I really, I truly believe Taylor Heineke can be that franchise quarterback for you guys. I think he's proven it. Um, he's not the greatest, you know, not a top ten, but he's he is winning not a bottom ten, and he's either. winning games with this crap team. Because let's not get it twisted. This team is not good around him. I mean, Gibson, great running back to have. He's he's a nice guy to try to spell him, but again, injury issues. Uh, Taylor Terry McLaurin, a great weapon to have, but injury issues. Uh, yeah, they've never had a tight end that that, that can't that can stay healthy. And they are losing it to starting tight end. They got their number two, Curtis Samuel, never has. I mean, he still hasn't played this season, has he? He's gotten on the field. Uh, really? He might have got 
He, he went in for one game. Really? Yeah. I, I, I'm truly shocked. I literally have not. It was mid-year, like about week five, week six. He's like for one. And then he, he got injured in the game early and went right back out. And he has still been trying to come back since. And this is and, – and I, I truly – and I think I said this a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about fixing the NFL. You need to get rid of this field. Hmm. <laughs> like, you just got to get rid of this field. Because at this point, having guys like him – because we saw Curtis Samuel in, in, in a team – with Kyle Allen leading it, and he was Curtis Samuel was the 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 guy in yes. that offense. Curtis Samuel is a very very good uh, wide receiver. Oh, we, we oh no no don't worry he's he's still there he's still we seeing him. He's in San Francisco and he goes under the name Debo. True, same guy. I, I mean they do. Uh, it, I know it's coincidental, but oh my god, if them dudes they ain't play mirrored, what you seeing from Debo Samuel this year is what Curtis Samuel was doing last year. So and the years before, I mean, Curtis Samuel's uh, not to the same degree, but he had to, he had yeah, the he same ability. Yeah. Yes, but I mean, when they were finally started using him all over the place, and which yeah. was bringing success to Carolina, and Carolina decided let's just let this guy go. Exactly. Which, yeah. yeah makes, let him walk. Hold on, and I'm gonna tell you exactly when he he came back in week four, and he played in week five actually as well. Okay. That's when he got injured. So he's played in a game and a. Maybe a minute because <laughs> it Jesus. was very early in the first in that second game, and that was in week five. That's what. So he went out in week five. And ain't been seen since. Gotcha. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I, I think Washington they got a good win. They're a team that, like I said, I think could catch Philadelphia. I think it's going to be them duking it out for that second spot. But let me say this to your t- Taylor Heineke point. Oh yeah. If there's any way to put him on the map, it is going to be this week on Monday Night Football against Seattle. <laughs> against Russell Wilson, and if he can, I'm just saying, prime time, every, the world's watching. Yeah, you, you, and the stage is yours, and they're in uh, Washington. I mean, I would say, I think he's done it on the biggest stage already when he when he went toe for toe uh, or toe to toe with uh, Tom Brady in the playoffs. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, buddy, no one's talking about that. Nobody, nobody's right. talking about that. Thank you for bringing that to my remembrance. I didn't even remember it. So. I know. I, and that's what I'm saying. A lot of people don't remember that that was the dude that literally almost stopped Tom Brady from winning his his, his seventh I'm, Super Bowl. I'm, I'm kind of remembering that now, but yeah, because that was the, that, that was the toughest game that Tampa Bay had in that in that playoff run. I I, I yeah. I absolutely. like. I, I don't think that there's. I mean, I think people will try to argue the Green Bay game, but. To me, it, they it, to me it didn't feel the same way in that because Washington truly felt like if they if we give them the ball back, Taylor Heineke's going to score. Like, but when you when you flip over to the Green Bay game, you're like, all right, as long as we get the ball, ball back, we'll be fine. Hmm. So, like that was that that's different to me. But I, I think Taylor Heineke has already proven he's proven it to me. I, I'm I'm going to be a, a, ahead of the curve here and say Taylor Heineke should be Washington's starting quarterback, franchise quarterback. From here on out, I think that shouldn't even be much of an argument at this point. Um, and you, you tell NFL radio that because they, they don't agree with me. <laughs> well, if they're looking for an ex- a reason and excuse as to why they're four and six, it ain't because of Taylor Heineke. Yeah, it's the reason why y'all got four wins. Uh, y'all True. six losses does not have nothing to do with Taylor Heineke per se. You may want to just start with that defense that has come out super suspect in the first half of the season. So. We'll go over there. I'll go there with that. But 
I want to say a shout out and um, to uh, Terrence Marshall Jr. <laughs> one target APB. You know, I mean, you actually played. It was out there at some point. And actually, gotcha. um, Cam actually threw the ball his way at some point, but he did not catch it. So I didn't see the play, and I don't know what happened. But it was obviously what everybody has come to the conclusion of nothing. So. All right. Um, San Francisco gets a win versus Jacksonville. That's pretty standard, 30 to 10. Moving on. Uh, Cincinnati uh, gets a six gets to six and four on the road against the Raiders. The Raiders, to me, and this is one thing that I did kind of I, – I wish I would have said this earlier because I've been watching this with the Raiders for the last few years. Them after the bye week, they completely fall apart after the bye week. And now they have, what, three straight losses after their bye week? Yes, let's go with that. Thirty-two to thirteen, they 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 fall to Cincinnati, um, and I, Joe Mixon had himself a day. Thirty carries, 100, 123 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Darren Waller didn't do too bad with seven receptions and one hundred sixteen yards, um, but they lost three straight. Three straight. Okay, yeah. So I, I at this point, I. For everybody saying that this is the Raiders just need to figure it out. This is who the Raiders are. The Raiders are a team that just do not play well after their bye. The they they're they're a team, they're not a second after the season team. They will come out early, they will make things interesting early, and then second half of the season, they might have one statement win. Can we state the obvious also? What's that? They lost their freaking head coach. I'm take away all that you know personal stuff. I'm just saying from the X's and O's aspect, they got they're they're being under an interim coach that hasn't. I'm sorry, that has to have. Some I understand type of that, but it, but it that that point has a little bit of steam taken out of it when they have two wins going into their bye week with their interim head coach. On top of the fact that uh, right after that you have everything that happened with Henry Ruggs, they still got to win after that, and then on top of that, uh-huh. everything happened with Damon Arnett. They got to win after that, and the then they hit their the body. League didn't figure them out just yet because because of, of the change. Now they figured them out. I to me, I again, I will say this is what I am reading from this. Outside of yes, they lost their head coach because mm-hmm. this has been happening for multiple seasons now. This is three years in a row that I've witnessed this. After their bye week, the bottom falls out for the Raiders. The Raiders do not play well after their bye week. Yeah, they don't. Let me explain how. Deshaun Jackson was. Led the, I mean, was pegged fourth in a team in rushing. <laughs> That's horrible. And has no registered catches in the game. When I last remembered Deshaun Jackson was a receiver, and only only thing he has is four rushing yards off one play. That's how bad it is going over there. That I say what you want to say. I'm just saying, you know. I mean, if we want to talk about bad, but I mean, it, I, but it even go further. Brian Edwards, the same aspect. He had one carry for no yards, rushing, and have no receiving targets, no nothing. Him and Deshaun Jackson, um, Derek Carr has never looked this way. I'm just saying that this offense is in in flux right now, completely. Well, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, but I think I don't think they're gonna figure it out. Oh heck no! It, it's done. This it, it's. I wasn't really dispelling what you were saying. I was just like, well, I mean, I'm just, I just want to factor in that they, this interim coach thing is going to, is going to manifest itself, and we're seeing it. That you know, I, and I'm not saying that the coach is bad. I'm just saying that whatever your philosophy is, 
is not necessarily designed for this team because this team wasn't built for you to actually lead them. So, yeah. But with that being said, yes, they are busting out all on the seams and they have just veered completely off the road at this point. And the Bengals look like that team again. So here it yep. is. They're, they're sitting right back. I think they're at the top again of the uh, AFC North. And they are in second. But yes, mm. one game behind Baltimore that should have lost or could have lost. But they beat Baltimore. They should be ahead. Oh, uh, whatever. Six and four, Baltimore seven and three. Oh, gotcha. Okay. They got a full game ahead of them. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Uh, well, the Chiefs get a win, uh, nineteen to nine against the Dallas Cowboys. This was supposed <laughs> to be the game of the week. I, I, I am happy for you. I'm happy for the Chiefs. The Chiefs, back for the most part, are back. I do still have my trepidations with them because uh, when Pat Mahomes doesn't throw a touchdown but does throw an interception, don't like that. Um, but Clyde Edwards-Helaire, twelve for sixty-three and a touchdown. We back. So there's that. Um, but. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Got to get that rest. Um, but the biggest the, Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Kellen Moore. What are we doing? Why why are we not running the ball with with Tony Pollard or Zeke Elliott? I know Zeke tweaked his ankle early in the game, but if he was that hurt, he wouldn't have continued to play. Exactly. And you weren't out of the game, you're down by 10 points at the end. And nothing wow. was working in the past game, but they all I saw, because I, I could only watch this game on game day live, and all I saw was every single time in the first half, anyway, that the Dallas Cowboys had the ball. It just seemed like Chris Jones and Frank Clark were coming, screaming down, Right there at straight, straight at Dak. Mm-hmm. And I know uh, Tyron Smith was injured and he wasn't in this game. But that should give you even more reason to get the run game going and make sure that, for one, even though you've gotten a ankle tweak, a little bit of a, of a stinger on uh, on Zeke, you don't also want to have some sort of a stinger like, uh, the Bears with Justin Fields, mm-hmm. allowing him his ribs to be bruised. Now, you don't want to allow that to happen to Dak, right? <clears throat> like you don't need two star offensive players injured. On top of the fact that Ceedee Lamb had a concussion in this game, and now we're still trying to throw. And um, Amari Cooper already has COVID, and he's not playing in this game or the next game. Mm-hmm. And I my my number one target is now Michael Gallup because because of the concussion and Michael Gallup is still trying to get his legs under him. Mm. Uh, how about let's establish the run first, <laughs> and then maybe we build off of that. You would think that would that's a pretty cut and dry, you know. Uh, Seems pretty mo- simple model model to uh, follow, but that is not what they chose to do against the Chiefs. And maybe because it was the Chiefs, I don't know, but. Whatever the case, that was a very uncharacteristic game plan to come out with. Obviously, did not work. Um, I, I you you had me at the rushing statistics. Now, Zeke was nine for thirty-two. Well, I know it's really really polarizes that for me. Well, that Daryl Williams was five for fifteen on the other side of the ball. Daryl Williams is the backup is the backup running back to Clyde to to Ceh who finally came back. And you, 
that dude only had four less carries than, than your starting bell cow. Daryl Williams and Bell Cow will never go in the same sentence. I understand that you're paying Dak $40 million. I get that. But you're also paying Zeke a substantial amount of money. I don't know exactly how it's it is, but I know he got, he's, he's one of the highest paid running backs in the league. And everybody is so And the in, offense should be ran through him. Yeah, enraged with his dude's contract, but go ahead. I'm just saying the offense should be ran through through Zeke. That's how you were winning back when the, when they were rookies. How Dak Prescott got the offensive rookie of the year, mm-hmm. not Zeke, some kind of way. But go ahead. I'm... You run the offense through Zeke, and then Dak can take over games. And uh, when they're both scoring fantasy wise twenty something freaking points, that is when you guys continue to win games, and you guys can continue to hop online and say we them boys and and all that all that other crap your disgusting fan base continues to do. Uh, America's team, this, that, and the other. Sorry, I don't agree, but they are America's team because they care about it. I'll get there. that later. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm I'm if I see another game like this, I'm done with the Cowboys. I'm leaving it at that. The Cowboys should be a team that should be competing for the NFC, but coaching wise, the game plan is keeping them from that. Mm. Uh yeah, I badly executed game on the offensive end. Um, didn't really get themselves any opportunities on the defensive side. I mean, at that defensively, you held the Chiefs to nineteen. That's saying something. Um, but you did not give yourself any chance on that offensive offensive side. I don't even understand why they would have abandoned the run when it wasn't called for. Only down by ten. Just, that's what I'm saying. It's just that's not that's at no way shape at no point would you would that call for you know we got to go a different direction. We got it. We got to switch it all up. It doesn't make any sense. With that being said, you didn't get the win and you basically went on the road and was embarrassed. You know. So, um, I think they'll retool for Thanksgiving. That old adage, you know, that old age old age old you know game that they get every single year. Um, everything is in your favor. You got to bring your, you know, the road team got to come out on the holidays, probably got to get tickets for their whole family. Then they got to fly them all <laughs> back so we can yeah. have dinner. And that's a lot of to do. It's that's, a mess. That's why I don't like, this is why I don't like these. Like, I just want to like Thanksgiving games, especially for the road team. It's just like, I don't like them. They yeah. just, it sucks. Yeah. So it's, I think they, I, I think the thing it's fitting that the Thanksgiving game gets to be their get right game. So, um, <clears throat> but for what that take it for what it's worth because uh, I mean yeah they I didn't expect them to beat Kansas City but I also didn't expect them to abandon their run their run game and they're basically the strength of their their offense yeah um in the in that process you just made it even easier for Kansas City so um as a homer thanks but you know <laughs> as a fan I, you know we were all expecting a shootout and we didn't y'all denied us the shootout we were looking for i i was looking for that 41 I, I was game, i know. was praying you know, that's where you know that's where <laughs> i thought it was going but you know hey and that, i mean and this still could be the super bowl this year man it's not Good lord all right well arizona did beat the uh seattle seahawks 23 to 13 uh and this just Eliminates all hopes for Seattle making it to the playoffs. So there is that. Uh, James Conner had himself a day again. Another touchdown, 21 carries, 62 yards. Um, and 
Colt McCoy's out here, 35 for 44, 328 yards and two touchdowns. He's getting himself a job next he year. He pulled out the six shooters. <laughs> yeah. Man, he's like, okay, let's just forget about last week. <laughs> but, man, 2-1 and one in, in, um, in Kyler Murray's stint of being injured, I mean, damn. You can't ask much more out of your backup. Chicago, good Lord. Get a freaking clue. Man, I'm just like, this is how it's supposed to look. I'm just saying. I'm just... You never should have let go of Chase Daniel. That's another point. I'm oh, not going to into that. Yes. Yes. I love Chase Daniel. All right, let's not even do that. that, that and that to hole. talk about where he's at now, the Chargers get themselves a win, 41 to 37. I'm killing it with these segues today. You've gotten very good at it. Yes. The Chargers are now 6-4, and four, 41 to 37. They, uh... And so I... Another conversation I think we had. Uh, <laughs> I believe at my issue with this game, congrats, Chargers. You got right. You got to win. Put up 41 points. The offense looked good. Justin Herbert looked good. Um, don't like the fact that he was the leading rusher this game, but I do like the fact that they finally are getting Keenan Allen back involved with the offense because it's been all season. APB out for Keenan Allen. Yeah. Um, But – Neither here nor there. He, they did get him involved. Uh, uh, I don't understand. How is he the leading rusher when Austin Eckler did what he did? All right. Well, uh, Austin Eckler was only just uh, he, 50 yards. He, the two touchdowns really just carried him. Um, yeah. Well, whatever. Um, it, it just comes down to. Oh, and there's two receiving touchdowns. Oh, is that what it is? Uh, Oh yeah, okay. That he, that's he what he was is. all over the place. I forget he is also a pass catching back. Um, but they played an all around fantastic game. Uh, and my only issue is coming defensively, and mm. this is what I I kind of mirror this with Indianapolis. You can't allow teams to get back in the game and have any sort of a hope when you get up. They were up twenty four to ten at some point in this game. Mm-hmm. You gotta close it. You got to finish the game out. You can't allow them to just kind of chip away, get back in it, have any hope that in the fourth quarter they will have an opportunity to win because that is when you get got. That is when you have these big comeback wins is when you, you're you like, okay, we got our lead. We're fine. We'll go conservative. Mm-hmm. No. Finish the game out. Close it out. Shut the door right in their face so they don't ever, they don't ever have any inclination that they could ever come back to beat you. Hmm. It's just, just as simple as that. That's my, like, if you're looking to become a championship team, that is a mentality you're going to have to take to be to become that that type of team. So I'll leave it there. I don't have any more. Congrats on the win, but get that fixed, and then we can start talking about Super Bowl aspirations. Yeah, that that fourth quarter was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, like you said, you said enough. I'll let's leave it there. Um, and let's wrap it up with the uh, New York Giants. Uh, they lose to ten to thirty against the uh, the the Bucks. The Bucks just handed them that L. Um, and wasn't this game flexed to the three twenty five game? I know. I I agree. Um, I mean, I feel like that. Yeah, in from what we talked about last week, I do feel like we would have had a completely different game if Cowboys Chiefs were on Monday night. Yeah, that 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 definitely should have been a front runner. Um, had Kyler Murray been playing. I could have seen Arizona and Seattle being the super. Yeah. But of course, we would have had two back to back Seattle Monday night games. And can't have that. Yeah. Seattle does not qualify for that. So, 
Uh, but yeah, uh, just yeah. When I looked at that, I'm like, wow, guy, that's a um, scheduling snafu there. I'm like, what the hell? How's New York? Because we are also were expecting New York to be better than this. But who who was this we that you were just speaking of? Uh, I'm this group of that's fair misguided. <laughs> move, moving on. Sorry, ESPN yeah. expected yes, to be. <laughs> I guess yeah, that was a miss. <clears throat> but anyhow, uh, yeah, thirty to ten. I don't even have to go too deep into this, do we? It's just. There's nothing there. <laughs> nothing, no, 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 um, nothing. Tampa Bay, you did what you were supposed right. to do. It's Congrats. Like no surprises here. You know, outside of they only scored 30. <laughs> hmm. like, and we will see the Rams and Broncos back this week after their bye. So that is going to do it for the recap uh, for this week. Um, we had a solid, solid slate, uh, 15 games. And, oh, uh, just to let you guys know, game picks-wise, um, you, sir, went 11 and four, bringing your total to 90 and 60. I went, uh, oh, sorry, uh, 11 and four, bringing you to 101 and 64. Um, I went nine and six last week to bring myself to 165. So we both cracked the, the, the three digit mark, uh, so far this season. So, round of applause. <laughs> <laughs>